plan for your life? Do you know where you want to go? Are you looking to be happier, healthier, and wealthier while having more fun every day? Meet our empowerment architect and goddess gardener, Cynthia Bryan, as she engages in energetic exchanges with success birds, bringing you research, innovations, strategies, and techniques to strengthen your life, business, and personal spaces. Be inspired, motivated, encouraged, and empowered. Lend us your ears right here on Star Style. Be the star you are. The party starts now. And welcome to this informational playground at Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We are coming to you on the Voice America Network, and we're brought to you by Be the Star You Are charity. My name is Cynthia Bryan, and I am your empowerment architect for the show and for your life, hoping to catapult you to the stars. Don't want you just to keep dreaming about it, but actually act like you have everything you need to be the writer, the producer, the director of your own life. The Miracle Moment for today is brought to you by Be The Star You Are Charity. Please visit the website, bethestarur.org. Always good to make a donation, keep programs running, and outreach to people in need. Go to bethestarur.org. And this is by Napoleon Bonaparte. What is history but a fable agreed upon? I think about that a a lot. I always call it her story, his story, because as a writer, I realize that what we write could be taken totally seriously so people can actually rewrite history. Well, today's show, we're going to be working on anxiety relief. Because anxiety threatens peace of mind, spontaneity, enjoyment, and health. And it can interfere with relationships and work experiences. So we're going to give you some tips on how to manage and overcome anxiety by taking charge of the situation and developing relaxation response Also, you will always succeed when you tell the truth, so you'll earn a reputation as someone who can be trusted, and you'll have fewer conflicts. So we want to find out the benefits of honesty without hesitation. So we will, uh, in segment three, be talking about that. But right now, do you you know how to turn your dreams and goals into reality? You really have to clear that cerebral clutter and tap into a mindful way of being. So there are many success experts out there who uh, want you to know what it is that you can do to you know, to be more successful. So let's talk about how we can clear some of that crazy stuff that's happening in our mind. You don't really need more time. You just need less static. So there are leaders all around the world that adopt a very mindful way. And here are a few of the techniques that people use because nothing really derails like distractions. If you feel overworked and overwhelmed, and probably most people do because of the all-too-present technology, that is really a source of disruption. So 
Besides always checking our smartphones, we're switching screens on our computers. And it says, um, according to statistics, we switch screens 18 to 37 times an hour. And that's from the University of California. So we're always on and we really need to stop. So one thing is to schedule email checking blocks. Maybe two 45-minute chunks per day should get you done. You know, do it in a batch process because that constant checking of email and social media, it's actually the number one enemy of productivity. And of course, that's not news to anybody, but but it's a really tough habit to break because we always, you know, we just want to have like, what's the latest thing? So if you have a, a weekend or, you know, a day off or something, maybe you can Try running a new system and just be checking like this twice a day. If you, once you nail it, then you'll kind of get set for the next um, your next trials that you might be having at work. Now, in order to ease the grind, another study showed that the average person can work for forty-five to ninety minutes before his or her performance begins to degrade. So that's forty-five to ninety uh, minutes, and then at that point. Even answering a simple email can just drag on and on and on. So one of the steps that we can do is give ourselves a brain break and give ourselves a chance to reset. So what can we do? We can get up. We can stretch. We could take a walk around the office, a walk around the block, a walk just around your desk maybe. Giving yourself some workday refreshers can be as simple as just getting up and moving even for a minute or two or doing some deep belly breathing. Another thing that will help clear the cerebral clutter is to be deliberate. To further combat a scattered approach, we do need to be mindful. And mindfulness has called managing that gap between your thoughts and your actions. That's a very essential step. So stay in the present rather than ruminate over the past or start obsessing about the future. Mindfulness is not about clearing your brain. It's about being able to think clearly. Another good way to clean that clutter is to create habits. So high-performing executives keep very strict work routines that ensure a productive workflow. So whatever that means for you, make a personal operating rhythm. And most of them kind of start early on. Now, it depends what kind of person you are. Are you a morning person? Are you an afternoon person? Are you an evening person? It's really good to know what your rhythm is and then work with that. Other people, again, getting back to emails, they find that if they save their emails and do them all in that one batch Um, that they really are more productive. Many times they don't check email first thing in the morning either. And then setting limits. When they're not traveling, um, some people will limit what they have to do uh, every day because they don't want to get off track. So without balance between personal and professional lives, you just don't perform as well. So balance is always the key. We have to control the distractions and focus on family and friends for um, you know a few hours every day. Even if it's if it's minimal, it has to be mindful, and it doesn't require you you know being some kind of monk or anything like that. 
Then finding your true north. Have you ever paused to consider what is driving you? For some, it is the simple obligation to just get tasks done and then get paid and go home. (laughs) Now, others look for loftier professional growth. They want stronger working relationships. They want the chance to make a difference in the lives of others. And peak performers are value-based, and they're really inspired normally by a noble purpose. So motivating people doesn't just work. What does is motivating people to be their best selves, right? So the, you don't want to just dangle carrots. You really want the quality of goals that people determine to be the quality of their own experience. And then find something intrinsic or within your control to provide some drive. Motivation works best when it comes from within because motivation is a skill, right? People can learn to choose and they can create optimal motivational experiences anytime and anywhere. And then recall your roots. If you ever push so hard that you forget what drew you to your job in the first place, the danger of drive is that it can distract people from what makes them really really flow so connect with what you enjoy about your work that that is actually one of the most important things and then um, 10 secrets to success from leaders and successful people on all walks of life has been uh, researched and these are 10 traits when combined that can really turn your dreams into reality so I really want to um, at all times and especially at this time of year to help you make those goals and dreams a reality number one to think about is how you think is everything always be positive think success don't think failure Beware of negative environments. It's always like I say, you know, what you think about and talk about, it's going to come about. So if you are putting negativity at the top of your list, you are going to draw more negativity to you. Yes, it is kind of that, um, that, that, what do you call it, when people are tapping your source, let's say, and what you do is you are bringing good or bad into your life because you have that choice so choose always to be positive now decide upon your true dreams and goals write down your specific goals and develop a plan to reach them and then after you've developed that plan you have to take action because goals are absolutely nothing without action so don't be afraid to get started just do it Turn your car into a role in university or go back to school or read books or take a class or to get training, acquire skills. In other words, never stop learning. It's so important just to constantly, constantly be learning new things. The next step, which is step five, is to be persistent and work hard because success is a marathon. It's not a sprint. We can't give up. Perseverance, perseverance, perseverance. Analyze the details. If you get all the facts, all the input, and you learn from your mistakes, you're going to do so much better. So just make sure to always be learning from your mistakes. Focus your time and your money and don't let other people distract you. It's your time. It's your money. You be in charge. And don't be afraid to innovate or to be different because 
Following the herd is a sure way to mediocrity. You want to stand out, that means you got to take a risk. Deal and communicate with people effectively. Keep this always in mind, no person is an island. So we need to learn to understand and motivate others and to give credit to others where credit is due because none of us get anywhere where we are on our own. We all have to have other people around us and support people. So make sure to give credit and communicate with people effectively. And then finally, it gets me back to truth, which we'll be talking about more in segment three. Be honest, be dependable, and take responsibility. Otherwise, if you don't do those things, the other nine things that I just talked about will actually be worthless. They won't matter at all. And a couple other ways that you can declutter, um, it, which is really important, is if you have areas that are disorganized, messy, or dirty. Now, this is, I'm not talking about your mind now. I'm talking about your desk or your closet or your house or your workspace. Uh, for example, a desk with piles of papers or a supply room with boxes and bottles everywhere or a reception area with stacks of magazines. What happens is any cluttered space makes you waste time trying to find things. You know it's there, but it takes a while to find it. So your search adds stress to your day. So nobody wants to be in messy rooms, consciously or unconsciously. If people come into your space and it is messy, the opinion that they have of you is lowered. And this even happens if they just happen to walk by an open door of a cluttered room Um, Or even in your parking lot, you know, looking at your car. So we have to clean things out. So don't just be saying, oh, we got to clean this mess up. Just do it. So what is good about discarding stuff? Well, the first thing is, is that your place is going to make you happier because it's going to sparkle. So what you can do is recycle, donate, throw away, or just organize what is left. When you do that, you will have your ideal space. And you do want to get rid of things that don't make you happy, that don't spark joy, that don't add to your your practice or don't add to, to uh, your work you know, to a positive workload because that is very critical for you. So I hope that a few of these tips will resonate with you and that you will take some of these secrets to success and implement them into your own life by clearing out your cerebral clutter because remember, how you think is everything. Now, when we come back from break, We're going to um, be playing a brand new song from our English pop star, Lydia Singer, who was a guest on Express Yourself Teen Radio. And you can find more information about her at Express Yourself Teen Radio. But this is her new hit. It's called Never Said. And I think you're going to enjoy, enjoy it. And Lydia Singer is only 16 years old. So I love the fact that our teens are really making a hit. And this is the debut of her song in America because it has only um, debuted in England. So Lydia Singer's new song, Never Said. I'm Cynthia Bryan. I'll be back in a bit, and we're going to learn how to overcome some everyday anxiety. Enjoy the song and stay with me. 
trying to keep up the beat To the metronome All gone Up wrong Where do you think it's home? You went down the long path Into the shadow of his back I know you hate to see me cry So I just say goodbye When you were there You were never really there Proving I can't Having my life to spare Purpose and Possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. 
Now, back to the power party. This business of show. Have you ever woken up at three in the morning and worried about what you have to do the next day or what's already happened or how you're going to avoid facing some situation that you absolutely dread? Well, in this segment of Star Shall Be the Star You Are, I want to help you overcome some everyday anxiety. And you are listening to Cynthia Bryan on the Voice America Network. This show is brought to you by Be the Star You Are Charity. And you can find out more by going to starstyleradio.com. Well, anxiety really threatens our peace of mind, our spontaneity, uh, spontaneity, our enjoyment, and our health. And in its most destructive forms, it can severely limit our lifestyle and interfere with work and relationships. Now, believe it or not, there is such a thing as healthy anxiety. So, Anxiety is natural. Don't think that it's not even necessary. And it's a feeling that everybody has, you know, at some point or another. It is part of our human evolutionary programming that helps us explore our environment and be alert and responsive to danger. Anxiety is rational. It's useful and it's healthy but only when it's in proportion to the situation and used to trigger appropriate action. But when anxiety is unfocused or excessive or it lasts for weeks and weeks and weeks or it begins to control our choices, then it is not healthy. So how do you work your way through? Whatever the depth of your anxiety, you can learn to manage it, even overcome it. And the anxiety busters that I want to offer you here might help you get control of your anxiety rather than feeling, you know, a slave to it. So the first step is to develop a relaxation response. The key strategy for combating anxiety is to learn to relax. I know in another show I talked to you uh, about deep breathing and doing a meditation every morning, even if it's for a few minutes, just to center yourself. But I have found that over the couple of years that I've been doing this really religiously, um, every morning for a few minutes, I really found that, you know, any stress or anxiety that I might have about the forthcoming day kind of has dissipated. So I really suggest it. You can develop a relaxation response by arming yourself with a number of coping tools. So one is a relaxation exercise. You can progressively tense muscles and then allow your muscle tension to drain away to achieve a state of deep overall relaxation. We do this in our acting classes. We start with our feet and we go all the way up our body being very mindful of where the feeling is. As you feel your toes, you feel your your um, ankles, you feel your shins, you feel your knees, you feel your thighs, you feel your stomach. And then you just go up through the whole body. And it's so interesting how when you actually in your mind or even out loud call out parts of the body, they will tend, you, they come into focus and then you can actually relax them. Another way is a meditation, as I just said, where you focus on a calming word, a thought, a prayer, or your breathing or nature for 15 to 20 minutes. I actually do about 20 minutes every morning. I do it outside and I'm focused on nature. So I am focusing on a tree or a flower or a bird or or the leaves rustling or sound, but I'm really, really focused and it, it just helps 
so much. Another one is imagery. You can achieve relaxation by going into your imagination to a place that is tranquil and soothing, such as a meadow or a beach or a mountainside. Now, this is another tool that we use in our acting classes is that we imagine ourselves in our safe place, our happy place. And so if you're ever feeling like out of your wits in some way, you can see yourself on that beach with your toes in the sand or in the water, you know, and then be able to describe all of the imagery around you, the palm tree swaying, the ocean being a crystal aqua blue or whatever it is that you like. So that's a really good one. It's also like a visualization. So with visualization, you get relaxed And then you can visualize a stressful situation, but you try to remain relaxed and visualize yourself as being confident and competent and gaining mastery over that situation. And I really think that it helps to combine that imagery and the visualization together. Because if, for example, your happy place is, let's just say it's swinging on a hammock, you know, on a beautiful beach somewhere, And then you visualize the stress. I think because you're swinging on the hammock on a beautiful beach, you're going to feel less stress. Another great one is positive self-talk. You can build confidence in your ability to cope calmly through the use of self-affirmations. So what happens to you when you feel anxious? This is a question to you. So ask yourself this. What happens to me when I feel anxious? Does your heart pound? Does your mouth go dry? Do your palms sweat? You can train yourself to become aware of all those physiological symptoms of anxiety so that you can use them to trigger those relaxation responses that we just talked about, the exercises, the meditation, the imagery, the visualization, and the positive uh, self-talk. And that is a really uh, important thing that you can trigger that. Now, you can also then take charge of the situation no matter how your anxiety began you may be so afraid of the way it makes you feel like just so uneasy and so you know you're breathing you're having shallow breathing etc and you could let it control your life so you have to work on that idea that feelings can be uncomfortable but feelings can't hurt you I want to say that again Feelings can be uncomfortable, but feelings can't hurt you. Now, although you cannot control your emotions, you can control the actions that flow from them. So when you face a scary situation, just take time to gain control, access the situation, and take charge of that reaction. And remind yourself, you are electing not to believe irrational thoughts you might have. You're not going to die of fright, for example, um, and you're not going to be too weak to move. I'm sure everybody's had that dream, or it's more like a nightmare, where you're kind of in this deep dream, but you think you're awake, and you feel that either someone or something is standing by your bed that can harm you, but you absolutely can't move. You can't scream, you can't move a muscle, and you're just paralyzed with fear. Well... When these things happen, you just have to tell yourself that that scary feeling is going to pass and use that fear to trigger, again, those relaxation responses that we just talked about. 
the relaxation exercises where you actually let, let go of all the stress in your body, um, a short meditation, the imagery, the visualization, and positive self-talk. Now, don't mistake nervousness for lack of nerve or feeling afraid for lack of courage because you can still be brave even when you don't feel brave. Courage doesn't erase fear. It just challenges it, and we just have to be able to transcend it. Another thing is remind yourself mentally of all the difficult situations you've handled in the past. And remember that you could have been terribly upset then, but you were still able to act with reason and intelligence. So if you were able to do it then, you would be able to do it now. And then afterwards, you can affirm yourself for having met the challenges head on. So, you know, courage is not acting without with. Um, without fear you know courage is just facing that fear one thing that is that most people do that we can avoid is really try to stay away from making things be so awful when you play the what if game it is a sure way to intensify your fears you know for example what if the bread the bridge collapses and I drown or What if I blank out on the rest of the test and then I get an F? If you let those fears run away with you, that is, you know, called, that is like a catastrophe, right? So it's awfulizing. And that means you're anticipating the worst. And so often you can bring that into your world. So actively stop such thoughts and substitute other thoughts to fill the vacuum. So one woman learned to retort to herself, statistically, That is so dumb. I'm just borrowing trouble. I don't have to feed my fears. So make up your own response, you know, to whatever you think that could be a a response. So when you maybe feel scared, you might just went, "Ah, so what? So remember, internal doom dialogue only feeds panic. So whether you say, I can't cope with this, or you say, I can cope with this, you will be right. You know, whether you think you can or whether you think you can't, you're right. So remember that always. Now, it's very important to take care of yourself because when you put, when you're under pressure or stress combined with too little emotional support, that can really set the stage for a low tolerance for anxiety. So think seriously about whether you need to lighten your load or to get some more balance in your life. Are you feeling overwhelmed? Are you feeling overcommitted? Are you having any fun? Um, What can you eliminate or delegate or modify or erase? Is there anything that's going to minimize the frustration and maximize the satisfaction for you? You know, write these things down. I know I have to go through this often. I mean, I'm a really happy person. The majority, I would say 99% of the time. But I do get overwhelmed because I have so many plates to juggle between radio shows and writing articles for newspapers and and um, blogging and managing the Be The Star You Are charity and coaching and, you know, all the different things. And everybody has all these kinds of different uh, issues they have to deal with. So when you start to get overwhelmed, just see what you might be able to eliminate or or in some other way, massage it so it doesn't just overwhelm you. 
be aware of your vulnerable areas. You know, what is your Achilles heel? What makes you feel nervous or inadequate? So select an area where improving your performance and consequently your self-image might make you feel less vulnerable. For example, if you're not really a cook, if you don't really like cooking that much, and so you're not really that good at entertaining, but you want to have people over, but now you're you're feeling overwhelmed of, oh, what am I going to cook? Well, maybe it's just better to invite people over and order something in so it's already made. And instead, if you like to decorate or you like to make a pretty table setting or make flowers or, you know, just prepare a game, whatever it is, do what makes you feel best so that you're not overworked. If you get worked up over conflicts with your kids, you could make a special effort to keep communication open with them. Maybe read a book or go to a workshop for parenting skills. If you're worrying about your job, maybe request some feedback from employers as well as maybe your co-workers and then set your goals to overcome those weaknesses and this kind of preparation really is going to provide you with emotional shock absorbers so that you can be so well equipped to handle all those stresses that really are going to arise and better inevitably you are always going to have stress I mean it is a part of life so if we can just use our experience and our expertise, you know, to form a, a basic partnership for healing anxiety, we are going to be just so much better and so much happier. Now, another thing is to seek help for extreme anxiety because if you really cannot manage your anxiety, if you really feel you are completely out of control and the stress and anxiety that you're feeling is making your heart palpate, you think you're having heart attacks, which is probably just an anxiety attack, Uh, maybe it is really time to uh, get a medical checkup and talk to somebody. The person may begin to develop extreme behaviors to avoid anxiety-producing situations, and that's where we get that name anxiety disorders because when we get a problem anxiety, like you don't want to leave the house or you're afraid that a plane's going to crash, so you won't even get on a plane. These kind of panic disorders or these sudden onslaughts, there's just this overwhelming fear. And you get physical symptoms. You know, you get a shortness of breath, you get rapid heartbeat, you might get chills or you might have get really sweaty and hot. You may feel faint, you may feel dizzy, you might even pass out. So when those symptoms are so intense, usually people who have those intense feelings feel like they're dying or they think they're going crazy. And you really could be get some kind of major phobia, like the agoraphobia, you know, which is the fear of leaving your home. So make sure you go to a doctor and talk to someone who really can help you with phobias. And what is a phobia? It's just an irrational fear of something specific. It could be, you know, um, it could it could be trees, it could be snakes, it could be driving, it could be eating. There's so many different phobias that you can develop and uh, and they're real for you. They're definitely real. And without help, you probably won't be able to overcome them. 
And if you have an obsessive compulsive disorder, you know, things that you just can't avoid thinking or a behavior you just can't avoid doing, Uh, you know, for example, um, one that's pretty common is people ritually washing their hands like every few minutes, you know, they just feel that they can't get their hands clean enough or before you leave the house you have to check the stove 30 times to make sure you turn the stove off so there are there's plenty of additional help out there and there's anxiety disorder associations that could help you but the most important thing is to uh, talk to your physician now there's generalized anxiety disorders that's an overall high level but seemingly senseless worry for several exhausting months you know like after 9/11 a lot of people were having anxiety about more attacks and i mean that is it's almost like a post traumatic stress disorder which is another type of anxiety that stems from horrifying experiences. It could be from a rape, an earthquake, an accident, uh, military involvement, uh, a natural disaster, uh, other disaster. And these are things that you just can't shake, the thoughts, the dreams, the mental replays of whatever that original traumatic incident was. So if you are suspecting that you suffer from any of those disorders, again, consult your physician immediately because these are illnesses that are just as real as any, any illness and you will need help to heal because anxiety disorders are among the most treatable of all conditions and they usually respond well to a combination of behavioral techniques, maybe psychotherapy, some medication, and a lot of doctors now are prescribing nature therapy, you know, the, the forest bathing for that. So you usually have to involve some learning about coping strategies and changing behaviors through setting goals and taking gradual steps to confront your fears. So just take heart because the pathways to freedom from fear starts with living in the present. So focus on the abundant blessings of this moment. And trust that you will have the strength and courage to face whatever the future brings. And hopefully with the strategies that we've just outlined in this segment of Star Style, Be the Star You Are, your anxiety will not limit you living your life to the fullest because we definitely want you to have a very happy, joyful life. Well, you are listening to Cynthia Bryan. This is Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We hope that you enjoyed Lydia Singer's newest hit, Never Set. And you can find more of Lydia Singer on YouTube. So you may want to check out Lydia Singer there on YouTube. I'm Cynthia Bryan, the website CynthiaBryan.com. And we'll be back in a bit with more. So don't go away. Business Bites. Here's Cynthia Bryan. When things go wrong, as they often will, the best solution to remedying the situation is by telling the truth. If you have an argument with a client or management, or you get a bad Yelp or Google review, um, you know, all of those things are a click away. So these are just some guidelines for dealing with the truth. State the facts as you know them and give the full picture, but always be non-judgmental and open-minded. Strive to understand the other person's point of view and always show empathy. 
Don't bottle up emotions because being angry, frustrated, confused, or scared, although they're okay and they can lead to resolution, you have to allow everyone to express themselves. So you don't want to lash out. Be positive and frame your comments in a positive fashion. Objections are to be expected. Preface your message with, this may not be what you want to hear, or this may be hard to accept, or this is, may not be what you experienced. But remember that relationships are always based on trust. So trust and truth are married. You are the star of your own production. Turn your passions into profits. I'm Cynthia Bryan with another business bite from Star Style. For more information, visit CynthiaBryan.com. That's Cynthia Bryan, Bryan with an R-I-A-N dot com. Apathy, violence, and negative messages are everyday occurrences in our country. You can be a change maker when you dare to care by supporting Be The Star You Are Charity, a 501c3 that empowers women, families, and youth through improved literacy, positive media, and tools for living. Visit www.bethestarur.org to find out how you can make a difference in our world. Everyone counts. That web address again is www.bethestarur.org. BeTheStarYouAre.org Are you living your dreams? Want to create a life you love but don't know how to begin? Lifestyle coach and personal growth expert Cynthia Bryan has jump-started the lives and careers of clients for over two decades with her signature star-style consultations with personalized sessions by phone or in person. You'll turn your passions into profits. Visit www.cynthiabryan.com or call 925-377-STAR. That's cynthiabryan.com or call 925-377-7827. Cynthia Bryan is your guide on the side. www.cynthiabryan.com You can be the star you are. The radio host of Star Style, Be the Star You Are, and producer of Express Yourself, Cynthia Bryan, is a New York Times best-selling author of several books. Buy personalized, empowering, and inspiring first edition copies for you and your company today. Transform your life. Live your passions. Discover your best self. Visit CynthiaBryan.com forward slash books. It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. This business of show. Well, we're still together here on Star Style Be the Star You Are, coming to you on the Voice America Network. This is the Empowerment Channel, where we hope to inspire and motivate you to be your very, very best self. My name is Cynthia Bryan. I am your encouragement and your empowerment architect, and I am so glad that you are still with us. So I wanted to give out Lydia Sinker's website, just in case you didn't find her on YouTube, and it is is just LydiaSinger.com, and she spells her name L-Y-D-I-A, Singer, just like Singer. So make sure you check it out, and you'll be able to get all of her new music. So I've been saying I was going to talk about honesty and truth, and why is honesty the best policy? Well, when you state the truth, you always succeed. For example, if you were a doctor and you exaggerated a patient's condition just to increase your income, you eventually would fail because the patients will know that you're lying no matter how sincere you appear. And, of course, if you got caught, the penalties would be really, really bad. 
Now, on the other hand, if you understate the severity of a condition, then you'd be lying and your patient might make the wrong decisions. And with that, that could lead to more illness or could lead with the worst case scenario to death. So the best way to succeed is to always, when you're talking to someone, look them in the eye and without hesitation, state the truth. There are benefits to being truthful. When you act on what you know is honest, true or false or right or wrong, you will have no regrets. And that's one of the things we really want in life is to have no regrets. And people are going to follow your example And they'll act more honestly themselves if they feel that you are honest. Also, your powers of observation are much more accurate. You can see the truth about others more easily. And this might be one of the big ones because when you're not telling the truth, your stories get all mixed up, right? And you might say one thing to one person and something to somebody else, and then it comes back to bite you in the butt. So when you tell the truth, there's no need to keep your stories straight as long as your stories are facts. It's less mental work for you. And, you know, um, that way the people are going to know that you are being honest or at least as honest as you possibly could be. You'll handle rejection and criticism more readily. For example, um, if you are not bothered if someone says to you, uh, if you, you know, that you charge too much because you know your fees are fair and you know that the other person is the one that has a problem. So, you know, as long as you're being fair and you're being honest, then you're not going to feel bad when somebody makes a comment that might feel negative in another situation. You will have fewer personality conflicts with others, even if you're kind of demanding. You fight crimes against you with more ferocity when you have nothing to hide. So when you have nothing to hide, you know, the truth is always your shield. When you make a mistake, it's easier to accept responsibility for the blunder and to move forward. And you earn the reputation as a person with integrity. For example, other people will say, You know, he might be more honest about your work than what you want to hear, but he's always fair and he doesn't lie. So honesty is your best defense in almost everything. Do you remember the movie Being There with Chauncey Gardner? And it was so interesting because he only knew how to tell the truth as he knew it. And the, the whole movie is about how everyone thought he was this savant, this brilliant, brilliant man because he just told the truth. <laughs> and so I just, I always love that because I think that it's, uh, it's such an important, an important thing. So I was going to read to you a, um, a chapter from the book, Be the Star You Are, the first book in the series, 99 Gifts for Living, Loving, Laughing, and Learning to Make a Difference. We have three books in the series now, and I encourage you to buy the trilogy. You can go to CynthiaBryan.com forward slash books, and you can get all three of the first editions. But so many of the uh, the I don't know, I call them the gifts, the gifts or virtues or tips that I bring to you here on Star Style, Be the Star You Are, are actually from from my books that I have written over the years. And so this is the gift of honesty. And I'm, I just think that it, this is a really um, 
it kind of imparts why we have to be honest. When my son was uh, was really young, I mean, it was oh, it was a b- before his second birthday, and we were trying to encourage him to um, get potty trained. And I had read all the how-to books. I was trying all the suggestions. And although, of course, you know, I've never met an adult that's still in diapers. Uh, as a mom, you reach a time when you wonder, oh, my goodness, is this kid ever going to be toilet trained? So it was the um, first Holy Communion of my godchild. And there were about oh, over 100 other kids at this church with all their families and the church was absolutely filled and I had my son sitting on my lap and during the most silent moment in the service he looked up at the altar where there's that traditional cross above the altar you know that has Jesus outstretched on the cross and he's wearing only a loincloth and My son shouted at the top of his little voice, look, mommy, Jesus wears a diaper just like me. And it was the whole church started roaring and I scrunched down in the seat. I was just trying to be invisible. And then the priest started laughing as well. And he announced into the microphone, well, blessed are the little children, to which my son responded again as loud as he could say, listen, mommy, God is talking to me. So I always love that story because honesty is just inherent in children. They usually say exactly what they're thinking and what they're feeling. And we probably don't want to carry such total honesty over into our grown-up social situations. But a childlike honesty is an enormous gift in most adult situations, both to ourselves and those around us. As kids, uh, we were taught that our word was our contract. And I can't remember my dad ever actually signing a piece of paper because he, if he said he was going to do something, he would shake hands on it and that was that. He was completely honest in all his undertakings. My sister is another example of honesty personified. She actually, what's in her heart is on her tongue and sometimes she is just way too outspoken. But she is loved by everybody because you always know where you stand with her. And she you can trust her completely because there's there's not a dishonest bone in her body. She just says whatever she's thinking. And over the years, several people, not knowing that she and I were sisters, have told me that I would have to go and visit this particular winery where this person worked and you know of course it was my sister who worked there so when you have a reputation for honesty people trust you however as judges instruct juries every any evidence of even a single falsehood and the jury may disregard everything that is said so one dishonest word or act and you just trust um, you're going to destroy your trust forever so without trust relationships sour and your reputation is gone so I wanted to give an exercise to you that is in this book, Be the Star You Are, 99 Gifts for Living, Loving, Laughing, and Learning to Tell, um, to Make a Difference. It's called Tell Me About Yourself. This is the number one request to job interviews and acting auditions, so this is probably a pretty good thing to get used to. It's, it is probably a most common opener in most of the business world. And unfortunately, most of us respond with a question like, well, what is it that you want to know? Now, that shouldn't be our response at all. We should uh, immediately be 
going right into what it is. So you can be honest and exciting at the same time. So try taping yourself and think about the following questions carefully. Who are you? What do you do that would inspire interest and motivate others to want to know more about you? You probably could provide a laundry list of awards, but don't. Instead, just choose three areas that you're passionate about and then talk about those because being honest is easier than being a liar. An honest man is the, or woman is the noblest of people. So with that, let's just be honest. Well, thank you so much for being with me today on Star Style, Be the Star You Are. Make sure you are tuned in here every week at 4 p.m. Pacific on uh, the Voice America Empowerment Network. This this um, empowerment channel is it is the Voice America Network. For more information about Be the Star You Are, visit be the star you are.org. To book a coaching with me, visit cynthiabryan.com. My aim is always to encourage, inspire, inform, amuse, and motivate. And until next Wednesday from 4 to 5 p.m. Pacific, when we celebrate once again, remember love always wins. Kindness always prevails and smiles will keep us happy. I'm Cynthia Bryan. I thank you and encourage you to be the star you are. Tell the truth, be anxiety free, and you will be successful. It's been a pleasure bringing you our life-changing program, Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We have you on our radar as it's our goal to inspire, inform, entertain, and motivate you to be the star you were born to be. For more information, visit StarStyleRadio.com. And to make a donation to the charity, go to BeTheStarYouAre.org. Ignite the flame that burns brightly within. Take charge of your life and coach yourself to success with our dynamic host and empowerment architect, Cynthia Bryan. Every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another serving of champagne for the spirit and a power boost to live with star style. Until we celebrate together next week, be the star you are.